0: Star-pans hey, this is Matteo Lane.
1: I'm Emma Willman.
0: And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. And welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. This week we have a healthy, in shape, b- muscular... Strong. He's
1: talking about himself. Everybody. Sexy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine if he's Emma like,
0: Willman. No, table, tables tables are turned, bitch. No, no. Because we're Thank always you. talking about my fucking abs and body. <laughs> Emma walked in here with a we sound like monsters outfit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> we Emma walked in here with a skin tight like like um like you were running a marathon outfit, and I was like, oh my god, Emma. You look amazing. I have amazing. on tighter pants than I normal
1: do, normally do. I've I've actually been working out a lot less and I've just been trying to get eight hours of sleep a night, which eight, seven to nine hours of sleep a night, which- You look well-rested.
0: Now, real yeah. quick for those, we, this is a catch-up episode yes. of me and Emma because Emma was, okay, when I called you I was the sick, other week, sick. you were like sick.
1: I wonder if I had the flu. I
0: don't know, but I selfishly didn't want you in- the room
1: with me. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, I canceled shows, and then I, which was-
0: Did you do a show the night? I wish I could hear, is there a way I can hear myself a little more? Sorry.
1: The Thursday I talked to you, I didn't, no way. Um, No, I didn't do shows for about five days around that. So
0: I I was getting ready to leave somewhere, and then I was like, I don't want to have- the flu or Corona. Yeah. So I I remember call, Emma. I called you first of all. This is how much I love fucking Emma because Emma's like, I'll pull through. I'll do it. I can make it through. I'm <laughs> like Emma. Be honest with me. How do you feel? And you're like, I feel like complete and utter yes. shit. I said, okay, I'll call Rosebud. You know, and yep. see if she can come in and fill in for you. And we had a good time and had called Nick and called Evan and just had a lot of fun. But you were sick. I was
1: sick for like two. I was sick for about two weeks. And it's weird. I I when I used to get sick, I would. I don't know, I wouldn't, I have no, this is embarrassing to say, I guess I wouldn't think about now, one thing that's changed with COVID, I'll rephrase it, is now I really am hyper aware of being like, I don't wanna get other people sick, where in the past I kind of would, like I used to fly when I had colds and just be like, oh, I just gotta get there and now that's all changed. But I stayed in for five days and it was different than staying in, like, if you have to quarantine and you don't feel sick. When you actually feel sick, I was in, like, a, a woozy stupor. And I was taking, like, DayQuil and NightQuil and watching Squid That shit games. can also
0: make you feel fucking weird. Yeah, it Also, does. what a weird time to watch Squid Games. I was watching when Squid you're Games. High on in DayQuil. Bed,
1: and I kept on being like, And then I would roll out and go get, I got tested for COVID maybe three times. Yeah, all negative. All negative. Yeah, totally. Totally. And the, the testing center near me, like, I would be in there. I wonder They were if like, it was Emma, could you pick us up some coffee yeah. tomorrow? I'm back, guys. Ever since you started that free test, and I'm in. And guess what? I'm in again. I got nothing to do all day. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> Put it in my ear. Let's get weird in here. You
0: and I have done because of three weeks we haven't seen each other mm. or talked to each other. Mm. I've watched all of Game of Thrones. I'd never seen it before, never Jesus watched it. Christ. Um, I've watched. I actually have so much to It's a to catch great up with show. It's
1: a great show.
0: I got a therapist. I had a breakup. I. Am. I've watched Game of Thrones. I've been, I've been through the mill.
1: What do you want to start with? And you went to Mexico. And I went to, me- that I went to Mexico. That looked amazing. I. Where start, did I go? Did we I could go start, start with Game. Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? I was at Bananas Comedy Club in New Jersey. So Mexico sounds a lot more interesting to recatch up on. <laughs> Even though I do have a story I want to tell you guys about bananas. Um, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I started watching it one time when I was on a vacation and I was with someone who watches it religiously, and she said. She was like, if you watch the show with me, she was like, I would rather watch it by myself and wait to watch it than start watching with you now and have you ask me a bunch of questions about it. So she was like, either watch it with me and just don't ask me a bunch of questions or just let me watch it another time. And I was like, No, no, I'll watch it with you. And then I started being like, Wait, who's that? Who killed that? And she's like, No, we don't we can't do that with this show. There's too much backstory.
0: It's almost better to watch it all the way straight through. That's what she said. There was a character, her name is Cersei, and she's like an evil queen. Yeah, and I wanted her to win. I wanted her, like, she's one of the worst characters written in history, and I wanted her to succeed.
1: Was she a common person for people to root for? No, she was the villain. What about Peter Dinklage?
0: Amazing, incredible actor. One of my favorite actors. And and such a huge story arcs, such a likable character. Oh, good. It could not be more... Uh, the best.
1: Yeah, he's a fantastic... I watched some show... I watched some movie with him, I think in my sick... In my sickness. I also watched some um show with Kate Winslet. Which show? It was like... um. Imagine I said Titanic. It was something about her... Oh, we've
0: talked about Titanic on y- this show.
1: It was... I actually really don't fucking know. I don't... I was watching... The, I a was show watching, or a movie? It was a show. It was really good. It was about her, like, finding a predator, and she... Sh- I don't want to give a spoiler, but she shoots him. Okay. Um. But... So you got... You got... Do you want to start by going back, or do you want to start by moving forward from? Like, because last time I saw you, you had just started seeing a therapist.
0: Yes, I really like him. Great, he is also gay, which Great. is super helpful. And uh just going through lots of issues of, um, uh, I, I'm single. We'll just put it that way. Yep. And I need to learn. Actually, you know who gave me incredible advice was just Tom, who we need to mm. get on this show. We were having. Dinner. I brought them to go get pizza. But we have great conversations. I had
1: the best pizza I've ever had in my life, so I've got a recommendation for you.
0: Oh we'll get to this in a it's minute. It's
1: true and I know I'm s- saying that to you and it no, we'll is, get, we'll get is loaded. We're gonna it's widely regarded. Gonna, it's it's on gonna, Prince
0: Street. We're gonna pin that, okay. but we're pinning that it's, with doubt.
1: I know. It's not a place I discovered. If, if you helps. say
0: John's Pizzeria, I'm walking out of here. Did
1: you learn know, no, it's it's not it's is it um
0: Prince Street pizza? maybe. So, anyways, just said something really poignant to me yeah. where Jess said, I think you need to appreciate what you have to offer. And instead of waiting for all I've of these- I've said
1: that to you too. I'm not done okay. yet.
0: They said, instead of waiting to see what other guys think of you, right? why don't you begin to understand yourself and then make your own choice of what you want. Totally. And I was like, I never thought of that.
1: I'm such a people
0: pleaser. Yeah. I I like lose myself and I have like an inferiority complex and I completely crumble. I'm also going for maybe the wrong type of guys.
1: Well, I think that's great advice. I read a blog about love addicts. I thought you were going to say a meme. I read a meme. It took me several (laughs) hours. I read a blog about, uh, there's a program called Love Addicts and I was curious about it and I didn't really relate to most of this stuff, but I was just interested in it. But one thing I thought was really interesting and a great takeaway was they were talking about reasons to be in a relationship. And one reason to not be is if you're looking for affirmation by how someone makes you feel, and then because then you have to want to be in a relationship with them because you're interested in them, not because of how they mirror you to yourself, because then someone else one, so that's easily replaceable two that's going to change. And three, you have to like have a very like solid sense of self. It can't just be based on them, like feeding things back to you. It has to be like you being interested in them more like partner style, less than them looking for them to validate something in you, which is like and I was like, OK, I've been so I've done that. A million
0: times. And sometimes, too, like, simple metaphors are really helpful for mm-hmm. people going through breakups. My therapist said to me today, he's like, you can't just walk into a store and not know what you want to buy. You'll just leave with a bunch of shit. He goes, you have to have absolute mm. intention to what you want to get. I'm like, that's actually
1: it's great advice. quite true.
0: I mean, think about when Easier you walk Easier said than in.
1: done, but absolutely. Sure. But Tell think about, what think what you about when too. you go into
0: a grocery store absolutely right. knowing what you need to get.
1: So different, isn't it?
0: And then when you don't, when you're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah I Oh my God. I haven't made pancakes in a while. You're in there totally. That's such a great metaphor. That was good when I was a kid.
1: Maybe I'll try that again. Right. And then you get food you don't want, you waste money, and you get herpes. I guess. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it's like, think about what it took to get it so you even know what you want in the grocery store. Because it seems logical. Like, oh, yeah, you just know what you want to eat. No, fucking no. I know what I want in the grocery store now because. I like learned a bunch of stuff about what didn't work, and now I'm like, okay, I need to eat protein and good things that are good for me.
0: Well, I also got off Grinder. I mean, I tried getting on Grinder. This is a, a common theme in my life is like, after a breakup, I'll try Grinder for two minutes and then feel overwhelmed, or people are like, you're catfishing because they don't believe it's me, or people That's say so weird funny. things. And and you can't have a sense of humor on Grindr either. This one guy messaged me, he had no head, and he goes, I'm 6'2", 205 pounds, with an eight-inch dick. What's your stats? And I wrote, <laughs> I, I didn't realize Aquarius? I was auditioning for college football. Right? Like, That's funny. What, and then, of course, he didn't laugh. And, you know, and it's like.
1: How do you feel when people say that they think you're catfishing? Because it's a compliment and an insult at the same time. Because you're like, so you're saying you think that what you think of me, like, I quote unquote would be too good to be here. But here I am. <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment. It's a back. It's it's. It's, it's like when the, the woman who was air my apartment a, recognized me. She's like, I recognize you from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I was like, right, and I'm Airbnb being my room to sleeping <laughs> on the fucking kitchen floor. So yeah, fuck me. Like we had a real moment. She was like, do I know you from somewhere? I was like, nah, I do some acting. And she's like, oh my God, you're Beth and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I was like, yeah.
0: Well now she's so digging through your, your medicine cabinet and yeah, the right, rest of your apartment, like right, this bitch. Right. Yeah, I just, this one guy was cute, so I said, hey. And then he's like, it's the, cat." he just wrote back, it's the catfishing for me. And then I wrote back, okay, I do this all the time, what's your Instagram, I'll message you on it. And then I thought, what am I doing? Like I'm going right. through all these hoops just to pot, like to what, like it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make me feel so good.
1: Can, what is Grinder set up like, is it a swiping situation? No, or? there's
0: no swiping, it just shows you how far someone is from you, so it's a, gr- oh. It's a grid. So- oh, so it's for hooking up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. there's, there's no other way around it.
1: Got it. Okay. That's all
0: it is. I see. And you okay. can stare at it for
1: hours. Right. Because then it could be like beep, 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 beep.
0: Well, it's like it's like the idea of potential. Right. It's like the idea of um, always some kind of availability, like, oh, maybe this will be mm. my love or maybe this guy will feed me my, my, my the no pun intended, the whole I'm feeling, <laughs> you know, it's like. You know, it's like, a, it's kind of a cycle that, and some people deal with it great. Like my, sure. f- Nick, Nick doesn't, he's not bothered by these people. He doesn't take things seriously. He also
1: probably knows, maybe he's looking for something that more is more applicable for, maybe it's like with grinder; it's like grocery shopping. Like I'm going in to look for a hookup in this area.
0: Nick knows himself more. Nick is more sure of himself than I am right. of myself. I which that. makes a huge difference. Yeah, I'm not so sure of myself. So I think yeah. that's the thing that I have to work on. So my therapist was like, "Stop <sighs> the messaging on Gr- Instagram and stop Grinder and focus on you." And I was like, "Okay." Wow. He's really laying it down.
1: What about what about like other dating apps? Or he just means no dating apps?
0: No dating apps. I mean, I have Raya, but Raya doesn't count because yeah. Raya is like, "Here's a DJ in Amsterdam." Okay, so well, ra- cool.
1: Raya is a dating app for people in the quote unquote entertainment industry, and I've tried making the case that Raya doesn't count to girlfriends before, and they're like, "Go fuck yourself." But
0: Raya, I've never had a conversation with anyone on that. Fucking really? App. You barely. First of all, they only show you like five people every two days. There so must there- be a
1: lot less gay men on there because there's a lot of lesbians on there.
0: Um, we here at the lesbian community at Rye have decided to band together because it's the safest place. For, it makes me feel safe. They so I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to be on this app for
1: safety. I feel I want you to feel safe and protected. Fucking lesbians. Emma, how come you didn't call me back? Because I'm tired of this shit. I can't handle it anymore. After our last picnic. Oh my god, I fucking hate a picnic. Well, that's what you said, but I had I had gotten all of that shrimp. I hate, I like shrimp. I fucking hate a picnic i hate picnics i think it's an awful date i hate it
0: eating outside is for animals
1: yeah get me the fuck out it's so gay i just don't but it's just and i like gay things but i i don't like a picnic it bothers me i want to (laughs) walk That's what I want. I want to walk so I can just like, make a beeline another direction if needed. Or I want some the kind picnics of picnics can be fucking... humiliating. I don't. I don't <sighs> like picnics either. I'm not into them. It's
0: too much. I don't like
1: that. How long has it been that you've been not been on the dating apps?
0: Uh, just like a day.
1: I mean, it's definitely something that's also overwhelming in New York because, like, I could imagine being like, "Who are the men in the area?" Beep 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 beep. beep. You know what I mean? It's all over yeah. the place. It's also just sheer overwhelming with the amount of people that are there.
0: Well, also the idea that you're actually going to go hook up with this person is so overwhelming to me. Like so scary. I can't even imagine.
1: There should be a dating app for more sensitive people. There should be. I had a lesbian <laughs> couple that was up front at a show at a, at Bananas. Have you ever done that room? It's in New Jersey. I have the
0: most amazing story about that room. Oh,
1: I'd love to hear it. So it also moved rooms. So a couple months ago, they switched from the Holiday Inn to the Radisson Inn, seven minutes up the street. Haven't um, updated all the promotional materials, though, so people still go to the Holiday Inn, including the host of my show. So we were there, and the guy was like, he's like, just, you it know. It never I'm, stops. Never stops.
0: It never ends. First of all, career. me never. and my
1: opener, my buddy Andrew, get there, and this guy is like, Hi. Comedy's weird right now. And we we're like, oh hi, I was I'm Emma, nice to meet you. There's someone I should check in with. He's like, Ugh. And then I was like, uh and then Andrew and I were like, they asked us to come, I'm like, what's going on? So he was he was like, sorry, I'm in a bad mood. I this isn't my job. And I'm like, oh, bah, what? he was like, I'm filling in for somebody. So I was like, okay, whatever. So he's like, we're gonna start right on time, but there's no host, so what do you want to do? And I was like, um, and Andrew I, I reached out to the host and Andrew was like, I'll just host, don't worry about it. Five minutes he's on stage, the host comes, she's like, the website says it's at a different location. He's like, Oh shit. I'm like, oh man. And I then I I got some messages about that too so then
0: God, it sounds so hectic the
1: show it was a the friday show yeah so saturday was was great i we like redid everything but friday there was this lesbian couple right up front and there was really bright lights i couldn't see there was a couple to my left and i could see the woman and i couldn't see the man and i was about to do jokes about being about interracial relationship stuff so i said are you guys an interracial relationship and she went no and i was like oh sorry because I, I, I could see that she was a woman of color, but I couldn't see him at all. I could just see kind of silver hair. And then she, then she was like, I'm Arab. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so you guys are both Arab. And she was like, no, he's white. And then so I was like, okay, so by by some definitions that could be considered not to put on what anyone is, you identify, you identify, I believe it, by some it could be considered interracial. And she was like, well, I don't know what that's about. And I was like, I was just asking because I was going to go into material, about it." I move on. And then I was like, wait a minute, did I do something wrong? And then someone's like, no, she's a bitch. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, what, what was the deal with that? I was like, and she was, she was like, started like being bitchy. And then I looked at the lesbians, wrong people to look at, because if you ask a white lesbian, did I do something wrong? Before you even ask it, they'll go, I'll tell you right now, Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, yes. So I said, was that wrong to ask if they're in an interracial relationship? And the lesbian went, absolutely. And I was like, really? And then look, and then there was like a table of people of color there, and they all went, no, it's not. And I was like, ah, I don't know how to deal with this. So I moved on, but it really fucked me up. I was thinking about the whole night. I was like, is that was is that wrong to ask if a couple's interracial? I was gonna do material about it. Well, um. And my eyes were blinded from the light. And then I was like, maybe it is wrong. Maybe I shouldn't ask because it's also like, if it's not visually obvious, like, they don't know why I'm asking.
0: I think. I think to protect yourself in yeah, the future. Yeah, don't ask. Don't ask. It's never been- Or p- ask, is anyone here in an interracial Great idea. But don't point at someone and say, are you? Because are I you- don't think people, especially if you're someone who is-
1: And I'm white, so maybe I shouldn't do it. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, don't point at people and say, Are you, like, what are you? You you black or what? Yeah, yeah. Right,
1: totally. And so I was in my head, because the only reason I do it is a lot of times by the way,
0: I don't think you didn't, your intentions were not mad. No, I
1: was just trying to get into my stupid fucking jokes. Of
0: course, of course. And I, yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. The
1: lesbian said, absolutely. Of course. I go, oh, you're fucking going to jerk off to that later, aren't you, you fucking. But also, I I guess they're right. I came in with a, a,
0: a sword and a
1: shield. Yeah oh, someone doing something wrong about race, it's not me. And I get to penalize them and feel superior. Oh, hummus. That, it, that's like <laughs> what I thought was going through that book. Fucking... But also then they were right. And I was like, and I asked, um, I uh, I was like, I was thinking about it. and I was like, yeah, I shouldn't, there's better ways to do that. But you're, that's a good suggestion. Or just, I'll just go into the jokes about it. Sometimes I'll ask questions as lead-ins that I don't need to. But... Like
0: if I do jokes about, um, uh, like, <laughs> I have a joke where I talk about how all Italian and Latino's family have someone in their family who speaks to dead people. (laughs) It's true. It's true. All Italians and Latinos, some some aunt, some cousin, someone talks to dead people. That's funny. It's just the way it is. Now, I happen to be Italian. I also happen to be Mexican. But I don't ever harp on my Mexican heritage because I didn't grow up identifying as like 100% Mexican. But it is something I am. So I honor that. I talk about that. And also... I. (laughs) have an aunt who happens to talk to dead people. But it is something that people relate to. So I will say in the audience, I'm like, are there any Latinos or Italians here? Then they clap and I say, so how many of your aunts talk to dead people? Mm. And they all laugh. Right. You know, rather than me saying, oh, you look Latino. Right, right, right. When your family talks to dead people. You know what I'm like? Right, right. right.
1: Right, because then they're like, interviews. hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It's always been, because usually I'd be like, are oh, you, are you guys are in a my show? My question is, Emma,
0: who talks to dead people in your family?
1: Right, and I'd be like, oh, probably my cousin. I don't know, the <laughs> one that does the most drugs. Because <laughs> no one has ever answered, and also I could literally kind of see that they were, so I was more like a question so the rest of the audience could be like, oh, okay, yeah. But, whoo! I caught that woman on a Can bad Can I ask you a question? Day. Yeah. Uh,
0: what's your mother's name again? Susan. Hey, Susan.
1: Yes. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> actually, well, actually, my question is: How would your mother respond if you told her that you talked to dead people?
1: I don't know. Dead people? Are you tired? Are you, have you been eating too many chips before bed? Do you talk to? Do you tell your therapist that? I don't know. What are they? I don't know, Emma. It doesn't sound. I don't know. I guess we could ask her. I don't know what she would say. I think she would. Sometimes she call surprises her. Hook me. Oh, look, and call her. Give her a call. too. Right, <laughs> Susan, your
0: dad's I... name is John, right? Jeff. Jeff.
1: Oh, he wouldn't even. Humor Susan. It. Jeff. He, he wouldn't even. He'd. He'd be like, I don't even think he would. He wouldn't even <laughs> take it. <laughs> He wouldn't take it seriously. Are you going to go home for Thanksgiving?
0: No, I'm going to my cousin's house in Jersey.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: A little Sicilian Thanksgiving. So oh, I don't nice. even know if there's going to be a turkey. Are I'm going to ask my cousin's wife to make me macaroni alla norma.
1: What's that?
0: Mm. It's so good. Do you use that thing, by the way, to hold your phone up so you can record yourself at shows?
1: Um, not at shows, but I'll use it for like vlogging. And this thing is great. What, what, what I about just pulled that out. One? This is this one, if I'm like for a last minute, what I've been trying to do, just started doing this is I'll put this angled up really close to the audience and hook it up on something. So then I can try to get the front faces of the people in the front row. Because sometimes, and if you're doing crowd work and you do a cut to like capture, like oh, at a smart. show the other night, there was a guy who was in a cowboy hat. And so I was just like playing around with him. And I was like, oh, that would have been so much better if I had like had the visual of him. Right, right. So I bought an unlocked phone for like 150 bucks that films in 4K and then just like try to put it as subtly as I can on the audience. I don't, want, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable that they're getting filmed. But then this other thing is this great yeah, that tripod. Travels with you. And what this thing is so cool about this thing is when you connect your phone to it, it has a beauty filter.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: So it's like a Zoom filter is on your face when you're using this tripod with your phone. This is so... There are so many things with filters in them now that I think it's really maybe not good because... I didn't even notice, I was breaking out a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even notice because I'm so used to looking at myself through a filter. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't have fucking, I don't have blotchy skin right now, and then I was like, oh, yes, I do. I'm just usually looking at myself through a filter.
0: Oh, wait, call your mom. I don't want for- to, I don't want to forget about this. We're going to call Susan. Emma's getting up, going to her phone, pulling out. Man, we're winter I already. I doubt
1: she's going to pick up, but let's see.
0: She wouldn't pick up for you?
1: She is, my uncle had surgery. You're plug and-
0: that, this into it?
1: My special uncle Ziki, had neck surgery so she's been in the hospital with him a lot. So let's see. This is my this is my my burner. Can I call or... your
0: mom Susan?
1: Yes, let's see. Let's see if this All right, here we go. What are you going to do for Christmas? Go
0: home to That'll Chicago. Nice. Mhm. We can. Oh, we there we go. go. Wow. You got to let her know she's on the podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Emma. Hey, Mom. How you doing? Okay. Um, I'm how actually. You? I'm pretty good. I'm with my friend Matteo. We're actually recording a podcast. Hi. How are you? Hi, Matteo. <laughs> Not to put <laughs> you on the spot, but we're doing this experiment. This is going to sound totally crazy, but people in his family, a lot of people in Italian families, one of them will talk to dead people. And he was like, "What would your mom say if you said you talked to dead people?" And I said, "She'd probably be pretty concerned." That'd be known as soon as If you talk to dead people. I don't. But what would you say if I said I did? I I think you're a little crazy. Yes, fair. That's what I said you would say. That's what I said you would say. Is this, is this part of a joke or something? No, no. We were doing an experiment we, to see what yeah, different cultures say about it. Everyone, because So I'm
0: of Italian descent and sometimes Italian or Latinos families, they just have aunts or uncles who just happen to, you know, quote unquote, talk to dead people. Who knows how much truth is in, is in
1: that? So I said, if I told my mom that she would probably think, well, that's what I said, cause be cause very confused. Because
0: at first I said, Emma, who is a joke? I said, who in your family talks to dead people? And she said, no one. And I said, what would your mother respond? To you If you called her and said, "My, I talked to dead people," and she was like, "We should call
1: her." I, I said you'd probably think I was like eating too much weird food before bed and having hallucinations. I don't. I don't think. I, I'm lost. You answered it. it. You answered it. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate you it. You answered it. I'll give okay. you. I'll give you a call later. I love you very much. Okay. All right. Love you too. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Your mom's so nice. She doesn't understand what a podcast is either. She has no idea. She's like, eh. she is sweet. She's been visiting my uncle a lot. He had to get like a neck surgery or of something. So he's in a neck brace for two weeks. Mm. Ain't that a bitch?
0: That is a bitch.
1: Yeah. So you went to Mexico. How is Mexico.
0: Well, I went to Mexico. I went to my grandfather's homeland.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: And um, But I didn't go to where we're from. My grandpa's family's from Guanajuato, but we went to- That sounds so, beautiful. We went to a resort, and it was fun. It was for JFL, and- That's awesome. That's uh, so
1: cool that they're doing a, um, just check my mom, thank you. That's so cool they're doing like an international. They. I, when I did JFL this year, I did it in New York right the thing is
0: i i think well they're gonna have a back in montreal this summer um
1: but they should do as many places as i mean they put on such good shows like yeah it's weird with
0: resorts though i resorts are they feel very they're so unnatural to Mm -hmm. me a resort that the food is all buffet food yeah like it's just you know it's but you feel humiliated because you're in the car just being, you're being driven past real Mexico. Mm. And then they drop you off and what could just honestly- And they're honestly like, don't f- leave the resort. They're yeah, like, well, the yeah. cartel uh, uh, came in and attacked uh, the resort next to us. It was all over the news. Fuck. So we were kind of like, well, I guess we might, okay.
1: That's cr- That's scary. Kinda. Were people at the resort for the festival?
0: Yes. Okay, so that's everyone, cool. Yes, yeah, so the shows were great. The thing is, and I was with Andrew Centino and he was saying like, oh, we need, like," and it's true. At all festivals, comedians need a place that only comedians sure, can go. Sure, sure, so can regroup. That's right, so we can just hang out and do nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need to regroup.
0: Yeah, because it... it doesn't. Couldn't it, you go
1: sit on the beach or something?
0: Well, because everywhere you go, you're stopped, which is fine, because people oh, go, hi, how I are see. you? We're good at the show last night, and that's great, but at some point, like, the comedians also need a little bit of vacation. For sure. So that would be my only issue, is, like, if we're... If ever went to something like this again, we need a room just for the comedians. And it,
1: the room can be f- shit. Yeah, we don't doesn't care. It doesn't need to be nice. It doesn't need to be nice. We just
0: want a room. Yes, yeah, someplace... Because after the show, we all want to go hang with each other, right. but, like, you're kind of... You know, locked in.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, was um was was the hotel nice?
0: It was beautiful.
1: That's awesome. I want to go to warm. Pl- i this weekend. I'm going to be in Colorado. Or actually, no, we're not. When this comes out, December. I'm when you guys hear this, I'll have already been in Colorado. Are you doing comedy works? No, I'm do. Or it's Fort Collins, Colorado. The comedy fort. The next two clubs I'm going to be at are the comedy fort and comedy camp in Saint Paul, Minnesota. And I did. Bennington yesterday and he was like, are these kids shows and I was like, I don't know I didn't put that together that they are named a little bit like things camp and circus court. hour with Emma yeah. uh, I was like, I, I didn't I'm not de- de- naming de- de- the club. De- 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 what would you name a comedy club?
0: Um, uh, I don't know. It's hard because you get like yuck yuck right the funny bone Uh, la- You know, I like that la- name, yuck, Boston. Buck. I like that um, name Lap
1: Boston, too.
0: Trying to think of like you know well yeah it has to sound like a comedy club right so. right
1: right you've been tra- so you've been traveling you traveled with fort you've been to D C Boston you've past, been all over
0: this past month I've opened for Joe Coy Chelsea Handler Fun, nice Fortune Feemster awesome Hassan Minaj, and cool. then this weekend Andrew Schultz
1: Ooh, where are you opening for Andrew
0: Chicago theater oh
1: my God that's gonna be amazing. Andrew Schultz's Instagram is so on another fucking- He's got it covered. He's got it covered. I I literally filmed an hour for Epic's- which I, I want to talk to you yeah. about that. So I did it because I'm taking that footage, and I was pretty upfront about it. I was like, I, I was like, what's the ca- camera shooting situation going to be? How many cameras are shot? What is it? And it was like they said, good. And did I, they
0: say you can pull clips from it and put it on after TikTok? sixty
1: days. So that's fine for me. So I was like, I'm getting pulling so much, recording so much footage on my own and putting it on TikTok that I was like, this is stuff I, and then I'm gonna do an album with the material too just to get the most bang for the buck with it. And then I already had started writing like a different set. So this is stuff that I'm happy to get out there. If, it- if this had been a couple years ago, I probably would have said no, but I was like, well, explain I wanna put explain it out. explain
0: what this means, because Epics will um, explain what this means. Epix is start a channel, but I, I don't hour. know.
1: It's not gonna be out until I think like March, but the way that they do the hour even on the show is, it's called unprotected Sets. Is it's woven through an interview, so it's not even like like there was a narrative to the hour. It was the hour I had been doing a little while ago about my sister's wedding, but they they chop it up around the interview it? at this really cool theater called the Mint in L.A. It was cool. It was this. It probably fit like maybe a hundred people in it. and it was a great. It was a great setup, but um, I did it, and that Andrew Schultz had done like a YouTube. Special and he spliced it up and put it in his Instagram and that's kind of what inspired me to be like because I was like Okay, this is a way for me to do that where I'm not paying to do it myself Mm -hmm. Um, And the pro of doing it his way is he got total creative control Like I don't get to be in the editing room with them, but I'm gonna be editing my little Clips myself. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah. If it wasn't for like, to, if it, but if it, this is just like a new way of being like, yeah, I'm going to put it, put it out, put it out, put it out, put yeah. it out, put it out. It's be like caro- hot potato.
0: Be careful though. Don't over, you know, your, your jokes are your currency. Right. You only have so much to Those give out. Those are
1: jokes I'm done. I, Chris Rock had this quote where he said, every amount of material brings you to a new place and you need to new, write new material from that. So that's this, a lot of this stuff was stuff I've been doing for a long enough time that I... I saved, like, three things, and I was like, I'm gonna build a new set around that. Mm. But when I do, I'm gonna record the, the album, and then I wanna just be working on a new set, mm-hmm. too. Because it's like, all right, uh, time to get it. So last it night done. at
0: your shows, were you doing new material?
1: Some new... Last night I did... I had two shows and i did some new material yes but i have to be like pushing myself i'm still going to record the album december 2nd through 5th where at, in st paul minnesota at laugh camps <laughs> i should know the name of it
0: fun fun comedy yeah, hot with paul. circus clown emma wellman have
1: you been to st paul before no laugh camp comedy club i'm going to do the album then december 2nd through 5th so i'm going to record that and then i'll just I'll put it up on serious, but I'm trying to get a new hour. I mean, it's exciting and scary. Like
0: I've been doing know. reels on Instagram, and my reels are great. My, one of my reels went viral.
1: That's great.
0: One point one million.
1: That's awesome.
0: On a reel.
1: Great. It's great because Instagram is trying to compete with TikTok and TikTok is doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And now what YouTube is leaning into is longer form content. So I was talking with someone who does social media branding and they were like, the thing with YouTube now is they favor videos that are 20 minutes plus. And I was like, whoa, because they're trying to do more like podcast stuff. But the one the thing I watch the most is probably YouTube. Like I I watch YouTube all day every day. I watch YouTube all day every day. I've gotten so much. Everything I've learned about TikTok, I learned on freaking YouTube. Protein info, health stuff now, I will listen to YouTube. And it's yep. I think Different strokes for different folks. For me, YouTube is healthier. It's healthier for me to put something on the background, yes. listen to it, and clean my apartment.
0: YouTube doesn't L- make me feel anything. But I'm watching like Fortnite videos, interviews with the cast of Game of Thrones, right? Interviews with Fran Leibowitz. Like I don't feel bad.
1: Do you feel like? I feel like happy with myself when I look at my YouTube suggestions because I'm like, I'm fucking cool. It's like Jock Jam's videos, how to do, how to stretch your hip flexors and then like Jim Jefferies comedy. I'm like, I'd hang out with me. Like mine
0: if- are like Fortnite, Fortnite, the news, Fortnite um, cooking.
1: Cooking, yeah.
0: And lately, like interviews with Game of Thrones cast.
1: I have so much cooking stuff where it's like, how to make protein ice cream. Have I ever made protein ice cream? No. Do I watch the videos on it about one hour a week? abso fucking it looks so good. Well,
0: you have to get an ice cream machine.
1: Well, with this, there's some bodybuilders that have it where you get xanthan gum, ice cubes, protein powder, some kind of milk and frozen fruit and the bed. But, yeah, you, if you want to kick it up, you get an ice cream machine. I would love to get one. It's just my kitchen space is limited. I do all my cooking now in a crock pot. What? Yeah, because my kitchen space, it's refrigerator, stove, and then... Sink. There's no cutting space, so I have a cutting space set up, but I also use it as a desk. Desk. So realistically, me cooking was just not happening because I would get make everything so fucking messy. Mm. Like you've got a great cooking space. I don't. I do not. And then I would for uh, a New Yorker. For a New Yorker. You you
0: have to preface that anytime you say that you're like. For a New York right. citizen, yes, I've got good. cooking Am I doing space.
1: it in my bathtub? Yes, I am. But is that good for New York? Sure is. And New York. I mean, I
0: literally was cleaning my dishes in my bathtub. I've my done that before apartment.
1: too. I've done, done that when before. I had the
0: bathtub in my kitchen.
1: Yes. Oh, you had one of those. That's a classic New York thing where there's a bathtub. I, I actually looked at some of those when I was looking at apartments because mm, a show lot you of a rent, picture. a lot of rent stabilized. Because in New York, there's these rent stabilized apartments. They're never on the market. But during the pandemic, there were. I just didn't end up. I couldn't pull the trigger. I got greedy. There now, we go.
0: That was my kitchen.
1: People are, wow, bathtub and everything. People that are moving claw out. A bathtub. Wow. People are moving out of my building now because they're, like, raising the rent so much. I signed the two-year lease. Same. So I was like. Same. I was like, hook it hook, hook it in. Otherwise.
0: I signed that two-year lease, and thank God I fucking did.
1: Thank God. Because it's New York is back.
0: Yeah. Well, no. I you mean, don't think so? Yes, it is. But it's. It's. It's back. It's 75% there. Right. You know, Midtown's still empty.
1: What's up with that?
0: Well, they're just now starting to let people go back in the office, like, maybe two or three days a week.
1: Okay, interesting. Yeah, because that's—I walked through Midtown. Midtown and Hell's Kitchen, which are, like, the center of, like, tourism, Broadway, that's pretty empty. Wall Street's still pretty empty.
0: I have not even— down to the financial district. The most pretty south empty. I go is Spring Street.
1: My chiropractor's there, so I'll go and I'm like, it's pretty empty over here. Lower East Side, West Village, popping. You guys throw bows to like get through the street. Like it's like people are out and about.
0: Yeah, because I was in the Lower East Side. Actually, the Lower East Side, even more than my neighborhood, well,
1: it's popping. Yeah. It's so It's pretty packed. crazy. And I don't know if it's like students or what, but. People, people are well, out Well students
0: are back I mean my neighborhood Was literally like one day I live by NYU So it was like one day It was calm and quiet And the next day Just kids, thousands of kids, students Kids like, kids 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 What yeah. is going on And I yeah. was like Oh I'm uh, There's NYU The
1: students are back But welcome back Thanks for being back in the city And supporting small Thank businesses Thank you for being yeah. a friend You want to promote shows Coming, coming up This This, will air on the 18th. Right. So
0: you can see me in San Francisco at Cobb's, which is almost sold out. Two shows are almost sold out. Cobb's
1: is really fun. The food's good. It's a great space.
0: Cobb's San Francisco. For tickets, go to materiallanecomedy.com. I'm also doing, um, I need to start promoting, I'll be in Kentucky. And I'm doing the Lexington, uh, Kentucky Comedy Off-Broadway. I'm doing five shows. That's December 3rd to the 5th. So if anybody wants to come
1: on over. I've heard of comedy off-Broadway, but I've never... Oh, my mom said I should modify. I could try talking to a dead person, but not expect an answer. I sometimes think about my mother. But okay. that would have been different. And I said I told totally... you, I've been taught, talking...
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll call you after. I've heard of that club, um, the comedy off-Broadway.
0: I've not been, but it looks good to me.
1: I And I will be at... Um, Laugh Camp Comedy Club, December. That fri- Friday, December third, Saturday, December fourth, and Sunday, December fifth. One show Friday, two show Saturday, one show on Sunday. And then I have some. I have a bunch of shows coming up in March, but I'll promote those as they get as we get closer to it. And I'll be doing lots of new material and making TikToks. And I've been starting doing a Q and A after every show to uh, because it's fun. That's kind of my favorite part. Of the show, sometimes it's my favorite. It was part of my favorite part of the show for a while because I had been saying the same joke so much. But now, it's just I like to do it. Well,
0: this has been fun to catch yes, up. Yes, great
1: to catch up. And thank you guys as always. Please find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, and we appreciate you. A
0: podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.